I would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land in which this podcast is being recorded, the Gonokurnai Nation. I pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders, especially those listening here today. Welcome to Catch Me Outside My Comfort Zone, a lifestyle podcast that focuses on the outside of our zones as well as the inside of our homes. I'm your host, Alyssa Sutherland, interior designer and entrepreneur. Come with me as I take you on a journey to build the life of your dreams. Hello guys and welcome back to Catch Me Outside My Comfort Zone. I have an exciting episode today because I'm recording with a very special guest and this episode is all about building, construction, all my favorite things and it's so exciting to have found a girl who loves all the things that I do and knows just as much as I do, if not more, about building and construction. So on today's episode, we have the beautiful Annalise, who is a project manager and has a background in construction management and construction law. She's recently moved to Stratford and is now helping clients and builders on their residential building and renovating journeys. So let's bring it in. Welcome to the podcast, Annalise. Thank you so much, Alyssa. I really appreciate it. Um, Very excited to speak with you, all things construction. Me too. Let's get straight into it. And I want you to tell us all what you're doing outside your comfort zone, either this week or this month. Yeah, absolutely. So I feel like I just went through a period of setting up my business, Build Together, um, which is all about helping people that are renovating or building um, in the residential construction zone. Kind of setting up a business is so full on massive days and you obsessively look over every little aspect to do with the business now that it's all been set up I'm kind of just focusing on letting it mature and taking a bit of a more passive approach to it and just letting things kind of develop more organically which for someone that's so manic and obsessed with pushing things forward you know typical project manager mindset you want to control everything yeah it's a little bit uncomfortable to me I just be like no I want to let this now flow and be more organic that's definitely outside my comfort zone at the moment um but something I'm really kind of excited to to push myself to do yeah it is funny how a lot of people do find actually taking a step away from something and slowing down and surrendering is so outside their comfort zone because what you're doing to a lot of people just like starting a new business venture putting yourself out there that's outside someone's comfort zone but you're like taking this opposite approach where you're like I've done that now I need to just like pull back the reins and just like let things sort of unfold and you've set it up so it's just like it's now just got to slowly evolve exactly and it doesn't take like that long to just sort of slowly build up that organic engagement and the clients and everything. It does take that surrender to just let the flow come to you. So good on you for doing that. Thank you. I might have to be using your journal to, you know, cool it down and cool the mind. So Yeah, that's true. And just like, yeah, it's okay to, like, it's going to feel scary sometimes when you have to take those steps away and do other things in the meantime, but it'll be fine. It's all going to work out. For sure. 
So let's talk about and tell our audience here how we connected or really how you found me, I guess. Yeah, definitely. So you're absolutely a businesswoman in the area, you know, always connecting with other businesses. And I must have just found you through coincidence, but I guess stars aligned because it's just so lovely to have met someone that is also kind of going after something that's not totally mainstream or you know, normal and going after a bit of a dream in terms of business and Mm -hmm. and private consulting. So it's just so lovely to have found you and found someone else that's kind of really wanting to make a difference in the building construction industry and doing things a little bit differently, especially in Stratford. I know. know. (laughs) (laughs) It is funny because it's like, I also wouldn't have thought to have been able to find someone like you. And I feel like I just have no one to like vibe out on this sort of stuff with. Yeah. Especially another female. Like I love talking about construction to males and like with people at the pub and stuff. But like to have another female who also has this strong headed opinion about building and construction in the best way. It's just like so refreshing. Hey. Definitely. Definitely. Like. Yeah, building constructions its own little tribe. Um, mm. So, yeah, it's really nice. Yeah. yeah. So she's just become a little strutty girl. So tell us about your life before you've moved to Stratford, like yeah. where you're from. For sure. I feel like it's all been a bit of a journey that's led to where I am now. Um, but I'm a Queensland girl. I grew up in Brisbane. I got on a plane at 17 and moved to Melbourne. Um just wanted to study I knew that I really loved the idea of a career and wanted to set my sights you know as high as I could Um, I started off with a nursing like enrolled in a nursing degree and I really quickly realized it was not for me Um, and did business and the first subject was economics again that was not for me yeah Um, and then I found a bachelor of construction management course and I absolutely fell in love. I was actually the only female in my year. Wow. um, Which was fine. Like, I've made the best friends um, and all of that. But it kind of, that was really set the tone for the rest of my career, which is, you know, you just have to be headstrong and really figure out, you know, find something you're good at and you know you're good at and just continuing to push, even if it's not so mainstream. Mm. Um, So I did that degree and it was fantastic. Which university did you go to? I went to Victoria University. Um, I lived on res and did that whole kind of experience and met my now partner. So I really speak very highly of the whole living on res experience. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I was not a res girly. Yeah. When I moved to Melbourne for uni, I just was like, no, I'm living in a house. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't built for that. I'm having my party era now. <laughs> oh, yeah. I definitely kind of worked it, you know, being because everyone was a year older. True, and I you're was only 17, 17. So, yeah, I had my way. Yeah. <laughs> and I look back and I'm surprised I'm still, you know, everyone still wants to be friends with me. You oh, know, my God. You look back on, you know, your younger years. Yeah. Um, and then, so I finished university and. I um, worked in a few corporate jobs delivering, you know, really large-scale corporate construction projects and just loved it. I found a real passion in the projects and I was very fortunate with who I got to work with. They were real mentors and as I kind of grew up, they, you know, taught me different skills and I just got more and more confident in my role as a project manager. And so I just, I really enjoyed it. I feel like building construction 
has a home for people that want to make it a career. You can really find your angle and find a job that suits your strengths. Mm. And I'm sure you feel the same, Alyssa. Yeah, well, I feel like there's so much construction always happening and it's yeah. like a forever evolving industry, whether it's commercial, residential, or like, I know you did a lot of projects on hospitals and things yeah. like that. Like there is always something happening and I feel like it's just... Yeah, you can find your own little niche within it. Yeah. And what there's so many options out there. So, like, if you don't like a certain part of the industry or category, like, you can just jump and move. And, yeah, you just – it's so – it's actually a really fun industry to be a part of. It is, yeah. Recently decided to take Built Together to yeah. the next level. How did that decision come about for you? For sure. So, I – well, I've – First of all, when we moved to Stratford, my partner and I renovated an old 1970s home. Um, He is a carpenter and did a lot of the work, but I, you know, went into the normal fashion of putting together like a very tight cost plan and program and and all of that. And we finished the renovation of a four bedroom, really large house for under $30,000, which I'm really kind of proud of. And I think we did it overall in about 30 days, Holy like 30 moly. working days. Wow. Um, and that was all through, you know, like really sequencing the project and saying, you know, if we do this now, that means that when we come back next week, you know, this will have dried and we can do this. And I just got to use those skills that I had learned in my more professional career in a very practical everyday sense for yeah. renovating. And him being so good at like all of the actual labour and work yeah. made us realise how much value we can kind of bring to residential um, building. Mm. And I, I realised, you know, and then as I started to speak to more and more people, I often hear of people involving themselves in their dream home construction project and it not working out so well um, or things going wrong. And I kind of just wanted to bring some of the expertise that I had learned into supporting other people um, because I had found so much joy in doing it ourselves. Yeah, it is so fun doing a little home renovation. Yeah. And sorry, I did skip over there when you and your partner moved to Stratford. So you met at uni and then came down to Stratty bought yeah. this house and started renovating yeah definitely so he's on his way to becoming a pro mountain biker which is so exciting yeah um and of course we have to live near hills um, <laughs> so I've moved to the middle of nowhere because I'm a city girl so yeah. it's really been a change with that has come the opportunity to renovate and now the opportunity to set up this business that you know really feels like the stars kind of aligned for that mm. so I feel really grateful for these things and I call myself a tourist around here because I see cows and I'm like oh look at the baby cow and all of that <laughs> this is a cow farm there's gonna yeah. be cows outside <laughs> <laughs> but you know that's totally normal yeah you know, for most I used to have cows on my like at our house yeah yeah um that's so funny but also I love that you've got a partner who also has the same sort of passions as you and he can bring a lot of things into action yes that is yeah. what I'm manifesting <laughs> yeah no so, definitely yeah that's cool and then He's also got his own business, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. he's um, doing against the grain carpentry and he's really focusing on helping people that have older style homes Mm -hmm. and doing things to kind of polish them up. So whether that's like some feature walling or replacing the flooring or redoing the kitchen, 
wants to kind of help people with those overwhelming projects. Yeah. Not full-scale renovations, but refreshes of homes. And just keeping that appreciation, I guess, for the original architecture. Exactly. That's what we love. Yeah. Timber is so beautiful for that. It has so much character and, Mm. you know, that's what we focused on. Like, if you go in our house, we've got all custom you know, furniture that we built from, like, local timber and even from the studs in the house I that love we pulled that. out. So yeah. it's been really special yeah. to do that. that's so cool. And so, yeah, Built Together has obviously come from you knowing what it's like to do your own renovation. Yeah. And you also now have this, like, extra knowledge coming from different sort of backgrounds in construction. Now you've done a residential project yourself. Yeah. You can see how you can help other people... Yeah, definitely. With their projects. Yeah, with the large scale projects that I was project manager of, I I was responsible essentially for the completion of really large projects and it just kind of brought a new dimension to it with the residential side in that I could bring a lot of the learnings because we we know exactly what we're doing in in these big projects. We have processes and protocols for everything so Mm. it's kind of you know that role is a little bit less new and unpaved um, and I wanted to bring some of those I saw myself implementing those tools through early cost planning and early scheduling and I did a risk workshop for myself and (laughs) you know identified risks and how I could manage them yeah Um, and you know although it seems over the top it actually led to this crazy outcome um, yeah. And I could see how much, you know, that education could bring to people who are also renovating their own home and building. New yeah. So. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to talk more about your experience as a project manager and obviously, you know, some of the projects that you've worked on and how if people, I guess some people might not understand the whole concept of a project manager on a construction site because a lot of people will think a builder is often the project yeah, manager definitely and a lot of the time they are exactly but can you talk more about what your role was on larger scale projects definitely so I think with construction it is an absolutely moving beast so the nature of construction is that it's totally agile every project is set up in its own way to um, get its own outcomes and achieving that final outcome within the set boundaries of time cost and quality so usually those projects span over multiple years and um, there would be all sorts of challenges that kind of crop up. Biggest task that we do is engaging the right people to deliver the right things. So the first part of the project is always your design and setting up, you know, what is this project trying to achieve? What are the core outcomes? Um, how do we achieve those outcomes through the design? And then you go through the process of engaging a builder, which... Um, is the really exciting project. You go from just having plans on paper to actually having things, you know, happen right in front of you. Um, And then you move through the completion stage, which can often be very, very challenging. Um, And you have to have a lot of experience and knowledge on how to kind of manage the completion of projects. And then, yeah, handing them over and then having those end users use them. So that's... It's quite full-on in a major project sense 
for what I'm trying to do for residential home building clients is bring a sense of support to people that aren't really sure about what how to manage a construction project because yes you engage the builder or maybe your architect but at the end of the day you've engaged them to to build or design the extra over expectations achieving things within a certain time a certain budget is actually the project manager, which is usually the client's mm. responsibility to True. manage and take responsibility of, which is something that's not often discussed. It's, you know, there's a lot of pushing responsibilities onto to builders and people that aren't really equipped to achieve those bigger outcomes that clients are looking for. So um, for me, it's not so much about managing the day-to-days of people's projects. It's about teaching them at each stage of the construction journey, what are the questions you should be asking? What are the risks that you can proactively manage now to avoid in the future? You know, What kind of commitment are you going to be looking at to keep this project um, moving in the right direction? So mm. it's more tools and proactivity based definitely and like you said a lot of the time the client actually is the one who can be responsible for managing their project yes and it is up to the client to take that initiative and take action yeah for if you want to be involved like it's up to you you can choose to to surrender and just let it happen yeah. but like the more involvement you have on a project watching it step by step organizing meetings with everyone all parties involved you're guaranteed for the project to run a lot more smoothly. Definitely. And you get time to voice your concerns or ask those questions. Yeah. And if you don't know what questions or things you need to be asking at what point, then there is people to help you along the way. Exactly. Like Annalise. And like Alyssa as well. Yeah. um, When people are renovating, making sure that things are, you know, future-proof for the design that you're looking for or for the outcome that you're looking for. Proactivity is king. Um, mm. A lot of people move into a space of reactivity in construction. And oh, yes. You just have to, even if you feel like a deal, asking the silliest question, being proactive and saying, how will X be achieved? Like, you're telling me it will, but I don't understand how. Yeah. Asking those questions, you feel stupid because you don't understand. But at the end of the day, you might have actually just avoided a huge delay or a huge extra cost. So. Absolutely. And, yeah, builders, like, they need to come to the realisation that you're not the expertise they are. And by just, like, creating this, like, I don't know, this comfortable space with them, then that you're going to be able to, like, ask these questions and they're going to feel comfortable to explain things to you properly and keep you in a loop. And I often say, like, my role when I'm managing projects is to almost be like that mediator between the builder and the client because sometimes the builder explains something in the jargon that you just don't understand as a client and as a client sometimes it's hard for you to get your thoughts across the line to the builder and that's why like a designer or a project manager can help you sort of communicate that back to the builder and then find that happy middle ground where you can make something happen or explain why something can't happen etc so yeah don't expect to know everything and to be told everything either because if you don't have extra people involved on your project to tell you what to ask or when to ask it or what explain what's going on then like you're going to be left in the loop out of the loop a lot of the time yeah 
And, yeah, if you want to be involved in the project, you've got to be, like, prepared to invest in extra people or your time a lot more into it. And, like, you're building a house, like, or a a massive project, you want to be able to just honestly be as involved as you can. Yeah, everyone wants their project to be successful. Exactly, you want it to be a success and you want it to be something that you aren't going to get to the end and be like, oh, I wish I had just like asked that silly question or I wish I'd just sort of voiced that concern because now it's way too late. And yeah, you have drawings, you have contracts, you have all these things in place for a reason and yeah, your your name's on them too. It's not just the builder's name at the end of the day, hey? Exactly, exactly. Construction doesn't have to be hard, hmm. um, but there is everyone is a team. No one person is responsible for everything. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I've been in positions where, you know, you feel like the relationship is irreconcilable, you know. It's completely busted, but... Hmm. You can, as if you take a step back and you see, okay, this person might be doing the absolute best that they can, maybe your expectation as the client is simply not possible. Yeah. You have to find that middle ground and nearly always it can't. Every single thing in construction can be worked out, even the hardest and the most sensitive and the most personal. Let's jump back over to talking about Built Together, which is your business, so helping people with renovating a building. And the most important part that you're pushing in your new business and like what you bring to the table is contract reviewing. Yes. And let's just talk to people about how important it is to have a contract reviewed before you sign it versus after signing the contract. So tell us all about that, Annalise. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess in my studies of construction law and working professionally, really have an intimate understanding of how contracts work. And they're put in place to protect the parties that are engaging in the work. So your builder, it may be, and yourself as the client. But unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, but there is... Uh, some standard industry contracts that are used in the residential space, which they're actually good contracts, definitely. Um, But because they are relied on and used over and over again, there is sometimes a sense of security that they are absolutely perfect and do not need clarification and, you know, give give you as the client total protection, Mm. um, which is just simply not the case. Um, there is actually no contract in Australia that does not need some form of clarification for um, the two parties to be protected throughout construction. Mm. Um, and, you know, there isn't a lot of education on what the elements of the contract mean and how they protect you. So what I, if I can do one thing for people that are building their first home, it is that I want to review your contract, make sure it is filled out correctly, which it very often they are not filled out correctly, mm. and make sure that the protections that are available to you, you have access to. So things like liquidated damages, yes, they are a section that you fill out in your contract, but you need to make sure that the qualifications to be eligible for liquidated damages are actually occurring and can happen within construction. Same goes with the way a lot of 
residential construction contracts are drafted around an anticipated completion date, you know, they're simply too vague. Mm. It doesn't allow for monitoring or control. So what's really important for me is explaining to clients how these construction contracts work, making sure they're filled out correctly as a bare minimum, and then showing people, okay, throughout construction, this is how the contract will actually work. You know, not everyone wants a project manager, but if you can do one thing, it's it's just review your contract. And you don't need a solicitor involved. They're going to help you if you're going into litigation or you need legal advice. Mm. But having someone involved that knows construction to review your construction contract is absolutely essential yeah. um, I really don't think people should be signing contracts worth any amount of money without having them reviewed first especially not a couple of hundred thousand dollars mm. which we always see that's right and even someone like myself who's very immersed in the construction and building industry and have worked for a builder yeah and I've worked in I've done I've done contracts like that was a part of my role yeah is creating contracts um I still have seen so many things go wrong and for people not understanding what's involved in their contract. Yeah. So for me, it would be I'd be crazy not to get it reviewed because you when you think about it as a client, you're thinking about so many things when you're building a house and like yeah, a builder can often be like quite pushy to get you to sign this contract to get things started, to get you to pay your first invoice, all this stuff and they will put you under the pressure so you just think all right let's get this contract signed and then you know if we want to change things we can and we can talk about variations as well but at the same time you rush into it without realizing okay I don't really know what this even means and I don't know if this is covering everything yeah and yeah you just sometimes need someone else to look over it and be like yep all good sounds pretty good or just ask these couple of questions before you sign yeah and get a few things clarified or you know definitely there's so many things that are going to come up in a construction project and you just want to be able to a builder is going to refer back to the contract so you want to be able to refer back to the contract as well a hundred percent and there's nothing wrong with seeking advice you know I often hear sometimes people wanting to protect their relationship with the client over anything else um but, you know, you're, act- you're actually proactively protecting your relationship with the client when you're um, getting your contract reviewed and, you know, avoiding those disputes. No builder in the world wants disputes. No. Um, and I'm sure they, if you told them, I want to get this reviewed before I sign, I'm sure they would be happy to. And if a builder is not happy for you to have a review, then it may not be the right builder to work with. That's so true. That's a red flag right there, hey? Yeah, definitely. Yep. A hundred percent. And same goes with quotes and everything as well. Like you want to make sure that everything's in there because, yeah, you need that to – that's going to be under your contract too. Definitely. Anything over $10,000 by law needs to have a contract. Mm. Um, Those – you know, there's a certain extent to what you need. What I'm speaking about is, you know, a couple of hundred thousand dollar new home building or renovation contracts – But, you know, you do always need a contract for your works, Mm. um, uh, no matter what scale. And you can, there are people out there that can help you understand what that looks like and how you stay protected. Yeah, that's it. And with um, variations and stuff, for those people that aren't really familiar with them, Mm. that is making a change to the the build itself and to the agreement. So whether that's just like, you know, further down the line, 
you want to oh, I'm not change even, the kitchen design. Change the kitchen example. design and it's going to go up $5,000. You're going to have to get your builder and they can refuse to do this as well um, to do a variation and the cost will change and you'll sometimes be asked to pay that on the spot or sometimes like that again is going to have to be in your contract. Yeah. And then they're going to add days onto the project and all this stuff. So that's a tricky way that they will start to do things. And the more variations you make throughout your project, they're going to use that as an opportunity, especially in the time we are in, to add days onto the contract because they want to buy as much time as they can because of how the industry is going and how we need to sort of, I don't know, you yeah. you know what I mean, like exactly. putting, putting things into perspective, like the building industry has changed a lot in the last few years because of COVID, but that's not really the excuse to use anymore. And yeah, we are suffering from material shortages or trade shortages or like just everything's going up, etc. Yeah. So they're using anything they can to change things. So that's 100%. why you need to be so aware of your contract. And how it functions. In mm. construction, there's a triangle, time, cost and quality. If you ever make a change, say to quality, you are inviting changes to time and cost. Mm. Um, True. And through all of that. So, you know, and that's part of, that is how the contracts work. That's how the clauses are written. Um, and if you're not across what each decision is inviting into your project, um, then it can be a really scary place for people that are building. Construction is, needs to be taken seriously by clients um, and, and bringing on people that can really help them achieve the outcomes they're looking for is mm. so important. Yeah, 100%. All right, so... What would you say, Annalise, is your number one tip, your number one piece of advice for anyone who is out there thinking of building or renovating for the first time and, you know, what they should be thinking about, looking out for, what would you say to them? Yeah, definitely. I would say really plan early. Think about what your boundaries are in terms of time, cost and quality. So when do you need this finished? What is your budget? Do you have contingency? And what are you looking for out of the end product? You know, are you looking for an architecturally designed home or a home that looks like the display homes? So really setting your boundaries early and then using those boundaries uh, to guide you on your decisions, asking questions early, proactively managing risks, all of that. It sounds vague and fluffy, but just... (sighs) being confident in what you know you're trying to achieve and doing everything proactively to achieve that is my biggest bit of advice and if you're not sure engage people that can help and give you that confidence Mm. Um, that's it it's going to build your dream team around you don't you yeah definitely and what's your advice Alyssa (laughs) my advice is if you're not ready don't do it yeah and it's not for everyone (laughs) Like yeah. to, to be like, it's not, it wouldn't be one of my podcasts if I didn't do a hard truth. Yeah. And I think one day I will do a full episode on, on this, but I think a societal pressure is to build a house yeah. or to buy a house and renovate it. And quite frankly, it is not for everyone. Like running a marathon is not for everyone. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things that it takes 
a lot to achieve and if you're someone who's you know got a really stressful job or you have a lot of time you need to spend with your family or whatever it is like running a construction project takes so much energy and to a lot of people it's can cause really serious stress like I've seen firsthand so I feel like if you're prepared to invest properly and get a lot of people on your project to help you so that you can spend time away from the project and trust it's going to run smoothly or invest yourself into the project and make sure it runs smoothly then go for it but Mm. if you just don't have that commitment to it it's not going to work out the way you just miraculously want it to like it, it totally takes commitment and it's at the end of the day it isn't that stressful when you've got it all under like you know proactively managing everything yeah Yeah, exactly it's actually a really fun thing and you're going to look back and be like oh I could do it all again yeah and it's one of those things that in the moment you just like think oh it's going to take this long but in two years time you're going to believe I can't believe I've been in our house for two years and like it's one of those things that when, when you experience it, like you've got to come back down to earth with it. Like you're very fortunate to be building a house, to be renovating a house, to have a house to do this or the money to do this. Mm. And I just think it's something that's pretty cool. And I've watched it happen with so many people and just how different people are proactive or reactive, yeah. especially reactive. And it's just like, just take a minute to see your achievement at the end of the day. It's a really big achievement to do something like this. Mm. And you should be super proud of yourself if this is something that you are, you have done or you are going through or you're about to do because it's like, yeah, it's massive. Definitely. But it's so worth it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I totally agree with you on this. I like understand being active in understanding what building will mean for you in your life for the year that you are building mm. and being fully prepared to go on that journey yes. um, and setting the project up in a way that you can do it. There are much easier ways. There are different – there are all sorts of arrangements you can do in construction and people like us can help you look at those options, mm. what's maybe a little bit more hands-off, um, a little bit quicker, a little bit longer, you know, all of those things that suit you. Yeah. You can personalise it to you. Yeah. Um, but, you, yeah, you have to be proactive again yeah. in making those decisions and yeah. taking responsibility for it. Absolutely. 100%. Did you have mm. anything else you wanted to add today? No, it was so lovely to speak to you. Yeah. And I just love watching you on your journey and <laughs> everything that you're creating and what's next out there for you. Well, I'm excited for you, girl. You've got mm-hmm. some big wheels in motion mm-hmm. and you have that drive. And, you know, we've talked about this before how, like, you get to this point where you're just like, you've studied construction law and you have so much knowledge and you've immersed yourself so much into the industry that you're like no I really want to action this and I really want to share and really want to help people yeah and so many people are going to value what you bring to their project so I'm really excited for you and it will be it. it would be such a um what's the word rewarding feeling to see like how you can help people's projects especially when they are going through stressful times and need help because they just don't know how to navigate what they're going through on their project so definitely that's pretty cool and you should be super proud of yourself so tell everyone where they can find you if they are looking at working with you or just following you on your journey 
Yeah, I'm on Facebook and Instagram. It's Build Together Project or PM. Um, you know, you've got to bags the handle kind yeah. of a thing. So Build Together PM and I have my website as well. Um, so, yeah, if anyone has any questions about, you know, their building, they're worried about this or that, I'd love to help. A lot of what I'm doing is, you know, hopefully helping people. Yeah. Um, it's not so much about trying to tie people into anything. It's just literally helping people that are looking to build and set them up for success so yes well thank you so much for being on the podcast today thank you and i hope you guys enjoyed listening to our little construction chat it might have been very overwhelming (laughs) for some people but we're here to tell you that it's not going to be overwhelming when you get people to help you at the end of the day we can make it less overwhelming and make it more fun and stress-free yeah definitely